Welcome to this episode of the Career Laboratory Podcast. My name is Itza Marie Chevere Torres. I'm a certified UMAP career coach and a scientist. And this is part two of the five things you should know before signing your postdoc contract. So in part one, we talked about knowing your why, which is the reason why you are doing a postdoc training and we also talked about knowing the expectations. What are the things that are expected from you beyond what's written on the job description? Today I will be talking about number three and this is about knowing your numbers. So this is going to be a very interesting episode uh, filled with a lot of information for you and I hope that you enjoy it. Number three, know your numbers. Make sure that you know how much money are you going to need in order to be okay financially during your postdoc training. I know that a lot of us, when, when we are coming out of our PhDs, we are so excited that we have a job offer. And to be, to be honest, uh, I didn't know how much I was going to need in order to be able to pay all my bills. I just was happy and excited that I was moving into a new city. Um, but then this is, this, is, this is something important. You need to know that you're going to be able to um, pay your bills and, and make it through, right? Um, something that you can do is, uh, you know, write down your monthly expenses. Make sure to include how much you're going to pay on laundry. Believe me, that's something that many of us don't think at first but laundry um, if you're going to be commuting uh, using public transportation uh, think about that too if you have a car if you need a car if you don't have a car <laughs> uh, how much gas uh, all of those details uh, yeah you should you should factor those things in uh, if you're moving into a new country or a new state know the cost of living in that area and factor this in as well. Um, it's very important to know how much uh, you will need in, in that area. Something that can affect your numbers are the benefits. Make sure you know and understand what are the benefits that come with your postdoc package. Many of us, again, we get so excited. We, we are just uh, happy that we're going to be doing science research and we don't think about, you know, health insurance, um, the pension, retirement. Uh, uh, how about housing? Uh, if I am a mother or I'm going to be a mother, do I... Am I entitled to maternity leave? Are you going to need parent leave? These are also things to consider because uh, they can affect your, your numbers. Also, another important point I want to mention for those of you who are PhD 
students and you are international, make sure that you understand all the costs that are involved in your visa sponsorship. Some universities, um, it, the, the process, it's very different uh, among different universities, even among different departments, they, um, they decide to cover partially or fully some of those costs. So, you know, do your, do your research and try to figure out what, what are the cuts, costs that you're going to be responsible for. Another aspect that can affect your numbers is something that not a lot of uh, PhD students and even postdocs themselves are aware of and is the fact that there might be up to three different types or classification of postdocs position. And one of them, it's going to be a, a position that's considered a true employee, meaning that there's an employee-employer relationship. And what that does is that it will entitle you to most, if not all, the employee benefits. If you are not considered a true employee of the institution or the university, you most likely are considered a trainee. Some of those titles are called postdoctoral fellows. And what happened in this classification of, of postdocs is that you most likely are not going to get the same benefits as the postdocs that are considered employee. So make sure that you understand what is the type of postdoctoral position that you have been offered before signing your contract. And the last point I want to talk about um, that can also affect your numbers is understanding where your salary or stipend is coming from, meaning make sure you know what's the funding source uh, and for how long are you, uh, you going to be getting paid through this funding source. And um, yeah, just try to figure out whether the faculty advisor or the department is using NIH, the National Institute of Health guidelines to determine your salary scale or if it's something that is up to the faculty and the availability of the fundings to determine how much uh, you're gonna be paid. Um, yeah, so make sure you are aware of these things as well. And in the end, it really comes down to what you think is most important to you really. Um, so numbers is something that is very subjective. If you feel that what you have in front of you is something that you could deal with for the next two to five or six years, then, you know, it's okay. What I'm trying to um, say is that 
you need to think about if this is something that you can uh, be okay with. And there you go. That's number three for you. Know your numbers. I hope that you found this episode to be helpful to you and that you join me next time to learn more about the last two things that you should know before signing your postdoc contract. If you like this episode, please leave a comment. You can also follow me on Instagram. You can find me as the Breakthrough Career Coach. Also, if you would like to learn about how you can find clarity in your career path and you want to know about self-awareness and career development for women in science, stay tuned for more episodes. Until next time, take care.